in this episode we have uh, my friend uh, ali he is about to convince me that socialism and communism are better than capitalism and capitalism ruins the world and socialism and communism can save it basically he is going to convince me to become a socialist or a communist so i have accepted the challenge and let's see what happens and tune in so that maybe you also may be convinced be convinced to change your mind and to change the future too i am krishnadeep manadra this is the bharat and big expo join me in a journey of learning thinking and knowing that the true potential is within enjoy my show hey today we have what's your name introduce yourself hi i'm adi um uh, uh, i'm adi um, i know krishnadeep via uh, mun um i okay, my mun is like uh, is like okay let's call it a debate okay? yeah via a debate yeah. i was yeah. his judge and um, i did a little bit of krishna dev bashing so that is how i am on this podcast yeah okay so today we are going to talk about no it's just like uh, adi convincing me to become a socialist or communist it's a challenge come on adi let's start okay now i will explain why i think why i don't agree with uh, socialism or communism because see i think that uh, whenever like if you see the history whenever uh, communism or socialism established there is always a downfall and uh, i think that uh, socialism or communism is uh, you know every time a single person or a group of people gets the power and that does not it does not works like it's just the tool for dictators yeah that's why i don't agree with it come on okay um so i'll go off with two things first thing is um capitalism didn't come into the world until it did mm-hmm. there was feudalism for who knows how many millennia and then after the french revolution you see a rise of the bourgeois coming into power the bourgeois is basically people who own capital and an overthrow of monarchies after world war 2 of course um colonialism ended and that ends a lot of monarchies so i mean capitalism didn't come into power until it did you can't say because it failed in uh, what's the country next to say in portugal or if, because if it failed in a few nordic states it doesn't work i mean that's just infantile and if you say that it gives power to a select few and they control everything well um krishnadev do you know um, who with seven firms today in the world control almost like 80 or 90% of our product market is about okay i i know this company which can which have uh, which has a stake in all the major company it's called blackrock yeah not just blackrock but what i'm coming yeah, at yeah, is know, yeah, yeah. um whenever you have a capitalistic market it will always go towards a monopoly or an oligopoly that is how it's supposed to work okay, so in capitalism uh, sorry in uh, so in com- uh, communism everyone like a person a dictator comes along what is that i mean def- define a dictator for me this 
No, I don't agree with the Juche ideology. Uh, okay. Mostly because it has this strange concept of everyone can live independently of each other, and I don't think um, humans can do it. Robots, sure, but Juche ideology is not something which I agree with. I think but, of it as revisionist. You know the uh, the uh, you know the rise of all the Kims, the dictators y- of the North yeah. Korea. Uh, was due to communism and communism, right? No, not With the really. help of China. Not really. Um, the first Kim was an anti-imperialist. He kicked okay. out um, the Japanese after the Japanese occupation of Korea came up. And then if you look at it, um, how the Korean War uh, takes place and how um, American troops and basically the entire NATO alliance shoves Korea, North Korea up to a small place. And now they have to be extremely militaristic or else they will literally die. There's American soldiers surrounding them at the south. China is not going to overtly help them. So they have to burrow in and hold up. If you look at um, our media coverage of North Korea and why it's so strange, then you'll realize that South Korea has a vested interest in showing North Korea as bad because it needs public interest and relations. South Korea and America is basically a daddy-son relationship where uh, America will eat up whatever South Korea says if it helps their foreign policy. Also, if you look at the North Korean peninsula, the North Korean peninsula uh, is very rich in natural oils and materials and resources. Um, Do you remember what happened to Iraq in 2003? Uh, No. Okay, so the Americans kind of um, did a freedom and democracy in Iraq. the reason we have explain what I mean by a freedom and democracy is basically illegally occupy Iraq and kill millions no. of its citizens. Yeah, like uh, the same way they did in Afghanistan, right? Yeah, effectively. But yeah. the reason being that um, Iraq is an oil-rich state and they wanted oil. Before that, just for some context, they had a dictator set up in Iran who was mm-hmm. overthrown by the Ayatollah. And then Iran and Iraq had a war, but anyways, they could not gain back Iran, so they changed their eyes to Iraq. Hmm. Under, of course, a false pretense that Iraq was developing nuclear weapons and whatnot. Anyways, absolute bullshit. What I'm coming at, however, is that um, we today live in a world where American hegemony is predominant. And North Korea is so weird, they kill um, their military leaders and all that, and Kim Jong-un, everybody has to have a Kim Jong-un haircut and all that. If you go behind um, its news sources and you track down what's actually going on, you find out it's not true. Do I have um, unconditional support to North Korea and do I sing Juche Gang after I wake up every morning? Then no, of course not. It's a flawed state. It has its nuances. However, one cannot say that, oh, yes, everything that I hear from American lapdogs is true. But yeah, I mean, we did go off. But what I'm trying to say is that you live in a world where the narrative is controlled by rich people. And rich people want unfiltered, unadulterated, uncensored um, contact. And they want to expropriate resources of North Korea. So they'll do whatever they have to. If you talk about North Korea's ICBM program or their um, holding of nukes in uh, in violation of the NPT, well, then India does it too. Pakistan does it too. What's the reason given? Self-defense. If North Korea today does not hold nukes or chemical weapons, do you think Americans will not invade North Korea? Yeah, yeah. But okay, so the point. But in India or Pakistan, if you want to leave the country, you can. But in yeah, uh, you can also leave it in North Korea. No, you can't. Okay, for example, uh, 
there there definitely is a process for leaving the country it's mm. it's definitely our narratives which are like oh law look defectors if you look at this one famous defector um she went into south korea and she tells a different story every time one time her father dies at the chinese border one time he was executed uh, okay. in north name? korea wow. i'll i'll look up her name and get back to you or yeah, if okay. you are doing this post editing yeah, i'll just send it, it on chat, whatsapp right you'll send it in the chat yeah i'll send it in the chat so basically what i'm saying is um, the reason yeah. behind defectors and their stories of north korea is that mm-hmm. most defectors who ex- escape from uh, north korea are poor people because north korea today is a poor state it cannot uh, give facilities and world class um, amenities to everyone so mostly rural peasants escape from north korea into south korea because that's where you have a border you have a porous semi porous border when they go into south korea they realize they can't eat because they have no money and what will they do they can't go up to people and say that i am i ran from a state i don't have any documents please help me mm-hmm. so uh, tales of defectors are lapped up because then you can go like oh law look my enemy has paper running away from its country i am so poggers you should trust me and funnel more money into my country if you look at the reason behind uh, south korea's so called prosperity if you even compare North Korea and South Korea for a while, even after the Korean War, North Korea was vastly outperforming South Korea because of their centrally planned economy. Of course, after 1991 and um, the USSR doing toaster bath, um, North okay, Korean okay, economy I fell. Got it. I got the point. I got the point. I got the point. <laughs> right. Got the point. Yeah. It just TLDR. Okay, you just tell me this. You just tell me this. What is? What do you believe? I believe that um, we cannot have miniature golf. and we cannot have luxury 5 star 7 billion dollars worth of hotels when we can't feed our people when we can't give them a home when we can't give them education when we can't give them medicine okay what do you suggest india should have i believe india should go back to central planning and i believe india should go back to proper central planning not what do you mean by central planning come on um do you know Okay, so there's two ways of doing this. One is what the USSR did. They did it by sheer force. Um, it's when you basically have quotas, you brute force them, and you have massive people going into factories, and they cannot be owned by firms. They are owned by workers, and effectively the government. And so basically, you have higher wages, you have lower unemployment rates, or next to none. and basically everyone gets a stable job everyone gets a stable income therefore standards of living increase the government subsidizes education the government subsidizes medicine the government gives you a home so that is one way of doing it the other way of doing it i mean of course the issue with the ussr was that um, after world war 2 their industry was heavily destroyed so stalin definitely did have to focus on heavy industry and let go of consumer goods Which by I mean, way, uh, by the way, uh, Adi is a Stalin fanboy. Yes. Oh, go on, go on, continue. Yeah, I mean, you have to recognize that uh, the USSR did do a mistake in which mm. it completely focused on heavy, uh, heavy industry, mm. and you eventually people will need scented candles and they will need seven or eight brands of chocolate later on after they get their houses and clothes. but the ussr did was not in a position to focus on that and that's completely acceptable because when you have you know like one fourth of your country is completely destroyed and half of your industry destroyed you kind of need to get back from that mm. the second way of doing it and what i would admire is what happened in chile after salvador allende came into power and there was a project known as cybersim uh, what is that now 
So cyber sin is basically um, using computers to plan your economy. And the way it works is that there's a central nodal system and multiple places given input from the, um, whatever node they're in to our central node. And it effectively plans that way to have companies. Um, fun fact, um, the way cyber sin works, or at least worked before, um, you know, America did another freedom and democracy, um, um, the way Walmarts and Targets work, they always seem to have what you need at that point. So the planning algorithms they use is what Cybersyn had in the first place. So it's always borrowing from socialism. Uh, that's also one more thing. Okay. Yeah. My question is this. Uh, in India, if we establish a more socialistic government, do you think that we can do everything that is happening today? Like, not only the good things. Like, uh, I can... Uh, go to uh, let's say any restaurant i can uh, you know okay there will be harmony among religions there i can uh, i can go to a temple i can also go to church i can uh, also go to a mosque but ideally there would the... be no religion but yeah you can i mean that's not an issue our socialist government would face and uh, everyone would have access to all uh, you know, uh, all kind of material like... In due time, I mean, we are not babies. We understand that things take time to take place. Maybe over one or two decades, yes, everyone will have a house. Everyone will get okay. at least some quality of education. Okay, is China communist, no. socialist or capitalist? Okay, so um, we need to get to the definitions like, first, about, I believe. Uh, now, see, see, uh, now, America is totally capitalist, capitalist right? Yes. And we, uh, India looks, everyone in India wants to go to America. Right? Yeah. Almost everyone. Yes. So, and uh, and uh, everyone is like, China is the next superpower, etc. Of course. So, don't you think that, uh, you know, India should adopt more of capitalism as everyone says? I mean, what do you mean by adopt more capitalism? What policy? Uh, capitalism in the sense that uh, we should, uh, you know, empower more entrepreneurs, start more businesses. You know, uh, everyone should be acknowledged about finance. Everyone should be like money, money, like you know, like uh, typical American mindset. Okay, yeah. so you want freer markets and lesser regulations, I believe. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Do let's, you know, okay. It's like uh, India copying America. Yeah. Like genociding the native people and taking over their land. Uh, Okay, and yeah. having slavery to build up no, wealth no, no, no. and we, not we being affected. Yeah, the modern yeah. America amasses its wealth. The modern America amasses its wealth because one, they did a genocide of the native peoples and stole their land. Hmm. Two, there was slavery well until the 1800s, until hmm. in places of 1790s. Okay, okay, whatever happened then. No, 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 it builds upon, right? Okay, the thing fine. is. Hmm. In the Second World War, America was virtually untouched. The entirety of Europe, that's all its leading superpowers, were completely demolished in the war effort. America came out victorious because it neither had to face the Nazis in a full-on confrontation, neither did it have to face Japan in a full-on confrontation. Of course, there were skirmishes along uh, at Pearl Harbor and all of that. But America virtually came okay. out unscathed. So it, okay, it was in position to become the world's next power. That's how America gets its wealth. Okay, then how does China prepare itself to become the next world power, big power? Oh, so um, if you look at what happened... Uh, oh, by in, the way, just con let's confirm it. Is China communist? Um, China is not communist. It's not socialist. I would say that it's 
maybe hopefully it is moving towards the socialist path but china is definitely not socialist but china i would is, say that i would say that china is a communist like it says that it's a communist party but it's capitalist i mean we say we are a secular nation but then we also elected the bjp so Okay. <laughs> so uh, the thing is, uh, if you look at um, the Mao era, that's after the Chinese Civil War and consolidation of power. If you look at um, what happened, see, health standards have greatly raised under Chairman Mao and his leadership. And you see that for all the failures, like maybe the Great Leap Forward or the Cultural Revolution was possibly a mistake in hindsight. However, you see that uh, living standards have greatly expanded since the. Uh, the japanese rule or the comintongs rule mm. right uh, the reason why china is so big balls powerful today is uh, mainly because um, they have highly inflated their currency and they have sold their labor force for very cheap mm. right uh, so there's a lot of involvement of foreign capital within china which allows it to think, uh, you know like uh, there was a report that china is in a great debt or something like that I yeah. I believe I'll have to read up on that but um, yeah. from my understanding yeah. the way China builds up its wealth is because it is the world's manufacturing hub the reason it's the world's manufacturing hub is because labor is extremely cheap mm. and that's an express intent policy of the Chinese government and by extension the Chinese communist party right mm. that's the reason why it has so much money if it, they basically just sold out their labor force and everybody comes there and now you have the entirety of the west setting up their um, manufacturing hubs there like, you're for example bound. tesla has one in shanghai right yeah i believe that's yeah. where it has or i mean once you export all the dirty job to um, you know us oriental people <laughs> you can have wonderful institutions like social democracy like we have in sweden or finland mm. so basically uh, when you can make commodities for cheaper and you don't need to exploit your people you can give them the guys of oh wow rent control okay uh, okay uh, which is one country that india can look up to if not america uh, the former ussr Uh, is it uh, why one, one two words why two points yeah um, less suffering less suffering but okay as i know okay maybe it's uh, it's my uh, due to my consumption of american media from what i know what i have consumed from the american media it says that it was full of suffering there got uh-huh. it yeah. like there were bread lines and all of that yeah uh-huh <laughs> Is yes, is that what you're going at? No, like uh, like Stalin was a big monster, uh-huh. and he used to make people suffer, put uh-huh. them into isolation, etc., genocide, etc. You know, uh, like famine. Uh, uh, you know, like things. Gulag. Um, yeah. Um, do you know of this person called Mo- Paul McCartney? No, I don't. Oh, oh, funny. So you know how Stalin was a big evil monster for uh, finding out people uh, who weren't his. Ah, yeah, you know double meaning. Come on. Uh, no, yeah, no, yeah. So what I'm getting at is yeah. if you say that um, removing political dissidents during a war mm. is a bad thing, mm. then well, every nation is doing bad things if by that account. If you look at McCarthyism okay, or fine, the okay, Red Scare. Got it, in, got it, got it. The, But okay. see, and one minute, mm. one minute. For suffering, if you talk about um, wealth inequality, mm. 
well uh, the ussr had a gini coefficient index between 0.26 to 0.29 which is extremely low that means there was high there was very low amounts of income inequality if you talk about food nutrition standards then there have been papers and they have been verified multiple times which say that the ussr outperformed calorie consumption in multiple western states and for its income level proportional to in- its income level it did wonderful same goes for all so called socialist states if you talk about misery and suffering in terms of no place to live or education is poor well then education was free um, the highest paid professions in the ussr were teachers of physics chemistry and math and biology mm. uh, if you talk about housing then there was there were no homeless people everyone had a house so i i don't see where the suffering is if you can't buy 76 billion brands of chocolate well then that's just not suffering that's a minor inconvenience okay uh, <laughs> fine okay then okay let's then why why does american media show ussr as uh, you know stalin or uh, that timeline as this whole devil time why dude if you told your country's people that um, our enemy actually would treat you better mm. then your people will revolt you recognize that yes do you know mm. how many people oh, immigrate why is that the same story told in india then what same story same story that america tells us people why is it sto- told in india currently because we had because the soviet union did a toaster bath movement it disintegrated you know on the 20s no look yeah. the soviet union was illegally dissolved and now the indian state owes no allegiance to it moreover the current government is very much in favor of big businesses big capital and if you look at the trend of media privatization and liberalization we'll always see that big capitalists won't tell their workers that oh yeah guys if you actually revolt against us then you will actually have a better life haha <laughs> lol xoxo that's not going to happen your rational interest will not allow you to tell your people that yeah if you actually i am actually cheating you guys i am actually doing illegal stuff to you you should definitely revolt <laughs> like that you no media house is going to do that is it and even if you do right against the government then you have things like uapa kicking into action there's always ideological and state refre- and repressive state apparatuses at play you're never going to have be able to express your opinions outside of a certain domain of ideas um going back in the 70s when we signed a pact with the soviet union for friendship like, like in the 70s uh, in india and uh, so the soviet union were like the best friends right yeah i mean until its last moment on 26th of december 1991 india and the soviet union were one of the best allies the world has ever seen which is why um, the China, the american state allied with the pakistanis right you do realize that we were part of the yeah. cold war even though we were technically a part of the non aligned movement yeah uh, even in the bangladeshi liberation war when our navy had to move in and american troopers were coming in the soviet union is what held them off and allowed us to secure uh, liberation for bangladesh anyways what i'm getting at is you will always look the people in power don't want socialism or capitalism or socialism or communism the reason being is that they will lose their wealth they will lose their billions and billions of dollars because if the workers revolt then the workers will earn the fruits of their labor and if they do that 
then rich people who refuse to do any work will not get it for free so why would they do it mm. why would you a rational self being tell people that i am actually bad revolt against me <laughs> okay 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 i get it so the so capitalism says everything good will come to you and let others suffer we don't care about others and socialism says good for everyone yeah good for everyone except for those who refuse to work that okay. is convincing that is convincing look okay, uh, but see see wait, this wait, is wait. so contradicting from what i believed so far okay, okay. but i'm still not convinced okay just for that just tell me that how you got interested how old are you by the way tell uh, me truth. how old oh, are you oh don't dox me um but i'm still not legal so um no, i no, can't be booked under the law um yeah i'm i'm a minor that's all i will disclose here come on Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm actually a minor. You, uh, okay, so um, our common friend the other day was asking you repeatedly how old were you? Yeah, I I told my age there, but but it, she does not believe that. Okay. Yeah, that's a different thing. Um, no, but okay. I got so into this. Okay. So you are so with knowledge. Like, how can a person read? You know, know so much. Like that was her uh, argument. Sleep but... is for the weak. Um, that's my answer. Um, <laughs> no. Okay. Okay, but okay, I. But how do you get uh, got into uh, Lenin, Stalin, communism, oh, socialism? Oh, it's the, it's the funniest reason. Um, if you remember in about, Let's go I back think, to when you were five or. No, no, four. I think very. I got into this very recently. Um, very recently, I think okay. in twenty eighteen or nineteen, mm-hmm. there was this whole uh, Mother Russia meme thing going on. Do you remember that? I don't know. You I don't. I don't know. Um. Anyways, like there was this whole uh, Mother Russia meme thing going on, and. What was it? No, no. It was just like um, our. It's like my bottle, no, our bottle, comrade, and all of those memes. Okay. Anyway, move on. They were in their peak back then, and you also have um, so a lot of music. I I'm a music kid, so like a lot of music was having its rationalities and all that. So that's how I got into like, okay, what is this? Let's check it out. Why are there so many memes on it? And that's how I got into it. Um, for a and while, I was just. How did you start? Um, no, I I started by going on the Wikipedia page and What reading page? the Wikipedia page and okay. reading about it. No, but before I was like, oh yeah, we can reform capitalism, guys. Trust me, it's not that bad. We just need a nicer version of capitalism, and like we just capitalism. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and oh, oh God, <laughs> and uh, we need yeah. something like Sweden or mm-hmm. something like that. And that's also when I got into MU, and so Sweden was like, oh wow, much much poggers. Mm-hmm. Um, but then eventually I started reading more, um, and then I realized, oh lol, I was dumb. Okay, but, what okay, what you know, what you know, inspired you when you uh, you know read about Stalin? Oh, um, Stalin or Lenin? Okay, Stalin or Lenin? Stalin, oh, Lenin was a great statesman. I mean, he he eventually started as a it eventually started as a personal vendetta. Yeah, his his brother got executed because he tried to kill the Tsar. So it basically started as a personal revenge story. But um, later on, his help for the masses, like bread, peace, and land, and restoring the mere system, or mm. having giving all powers to the Soviets, mm. all of that shows you that I mean, there's. There still is hope, and like Comrade Lenin would say, there are decades where days pass and weeks where decades happen. So still gives you hope to push oh, on. Was that said by Lenin? Yes, it's a Lenin quote. Okay. It's just before the October Revolution. Hmm. Was Stalin? Um. Comrade Stalin. 
mostly i mean defeating fascism in europe like you need balls to do that you need balls to say that um okay i don't care if i have allies or not my people are my first responsibility and i will do anything to protect them okay now i'm totally convinced no i mean uh, like, this yeah, is yeah, like, anecdotal like, and i believe that some viewers it's might... simple the, the whole conversation that we have can be summarized as this communism says that you have to be selfish don't care about Capri- others no capitalism says you will have you be the king around etc but socialism says everyone will be everyone will be equal everyone will be happy and if you if you are so selfish uh, you will be in the jail i mean that's a yeah. gross um, simplification yeah. like if that's yeah, uh, that's all right for the first or second grader yeah. yeah yeah we need yeah like no one reads a book uh, as much books as you so no i mean if you still okay. want i can mm. uh, to put a final nail in this coffin come on um, come on final nail come on yeah um let's let's go for economics because i believe mm. someone will come up to you and be like ha ha lol adi doesn't understand economics 101 okay. um to all those people i would ask you this okay um let me ask you something what do you need to live krishnadev what do you need to live uh, food water shelter and clothing correct clothing and a job Yeah, and a job. To sustain it, yeah. To sustain it, but what do you need to live? What is okay, it so that you need to live? It's food, water, food. clothing, and a house, correct? Uh, yeah, and also to sustain it, I need a job. Yeah, yeah, that money. that second. Okay, fine. You also need a job. Um, are you sure that's the only thing you need to live? Would you also not need your phone because you'll need social interactions? will you also not need nicer clothes because you'll probably meet someone will you not need a table to eat on will you not need plates to eat, um, have your food on will you not need a tv to have entertainment etc etc yes and that leads to another question which is that if everyone is equal everyone's not that equal that's that's, see, that's see, also uh, a mischaracterization but okay, i'll, I'll get to equal. that okay okay yeah um, so see every okay then what what do you, what will you say for that yeah no Even every not everyone's equal. not equal but that doesn't look the thing is it's not uh, we become a hive mind and everyone has the same thoughts same opinions everything yeah. it's just that that look we are humans we okay, are not concluded just concluded what okay yeah what i was coming at is you need commodities to live correct commodities commodities in the sense commodities are basically items that either sustain a need mm. like housing like clothing or yeah. uh, water or a want correct okay and to you can't make yeah, all the commodities capitalism says we don't need uh, commodities we need assets fair enough but assets yeah. also satisfy a want right mm. the thing is um you can't make all commodities by yourself mm. correct yeah that's just physically not possible so you need to purchase commodities correct no that is okay like for example commodities in sense for example uh let's say uh food we can i can prepare my food yeah you can prepare your food but you can't make the you can't also grow the wheat you can't also grow the rice yeah. you can't also grind it you can't also yeah. get yeah. water collect water, yeah. build dams so like that's what i'm getting so you need to purchase it correct mm, yes. it comes at a price yes but let me ask you this question what's its value Uh, its value will be decided by how much it is in demand. Okay, fair enough. 
but do you not believe that properties have some intrinsic value and price just reflects it okay for example let me ask you uh, what, what how do you use your phone what do you use it for tell me all the things you can okay. use your phone for uh, i use for getting information hmm? to communicating with my friends and family uh, yeah basically that yeah yeah uh, if there's some creepy guy chasing you on the street you can also throw your phone at him right that's something you can do <laughs> yeah that so, yeah okay bye so let's call this our use value okay things you can use your phone for and suppose if it's a iphone then mm. it will also have a price and let's call that its exchange value mm. its exchange value will be a kidney i mean i'm sorry <laughs> a few lakh rupees um, <laughs> this, this is what i was talking about okay um, anyway yeah so to make an iphone you clear you need raw materials and you mm. need labor correct yeah suppose uh, an iphone cost 100 dollars mm. okay um the raw materials co- cost 25 dollars mm. if you are an iphone factory owner you will get the 25 dollars mm. for raw materials that includes the rent it includes machinery and everything mm. and you get an iphone at then which is 100 dollars so someone mm. in the middle is turning that from raw material to iphone correct yeah so you need to have the profit right no no we'll get to profit but what i'm coming at is labor is providing value to it correct because someone yes. is assembling it and that's yes. worth 75 dollars mm. correct because you're selling 100 minus 25 75 yeah. mm. if you sell the raw material in the market again you'll get a lower price because dim- law of diminishing returns mm. correct yeah so labor gets you value now mm. if the worker who added those 75 dollars of value to one iphone can you give him all those 75 dollars mm, no right why because prof- you need profit right? you need profit but the worker added 75 dollars of value mm. correct we yeah. we just mathematically worked it out so are you not stealing the worker's wage yes you are for profit yes you are so profit is theft we, uh, we just proved it mathematically uh, okay yeah, but correct. see uh, okay okay here is but okay so wh- then why does it why okay let's say we are uh, india let's say india is a communist or socialist nation total social and communist nation no. and uh, why wouldn't that like why do people believe that entrepreneurship or startups will not survive in a state no, no, like that. No, they, they will survive. There's no issue. I am coming at the point that is capitalism needs theft to survive. Okay. And you as the factory owner, mm-hmm. you are not adding any inherent value to the commodity. Correct. You yeah. have just inherited capital that mm-hmm. you are using to reproduce capital. Okay. You are but, not... See, 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 but then how would it work? Like, it is not beat uh, safe. It's... How can it go from the manufacturer directly to the, uh, you know, directly to the customer? Then that no, is... no, I, I'm simplifying the process a lot so that yeah. we can explain it. This is see, see, that, okay. See, what this guy does is that, uh, you know, the uh, seller. Let's call him the seller. Uh, he is selling. He is convincing the customer to buy it. Right. That's what he. That does the that. marketing team does. He he doesn't do it. That the marketing team does. Correct. the marketing team makes up good ads good posters 
Okay, then and, that, then that's why we need and, the blockchain technology, right? Okay, fair enough. So, yeah, that, see, yeah, okay, no, so wait, that's why let's say blockchain that technology uh, blockchain, here? yeah, come on, yeah, you were saying something, right? Sorry. Yeah, how does blockchain technology come here? The crux of my see, argument see, I, is... I'm saying that it would help a lot in uh, having established what you're talking about. Yeah, of course. That's why I respect what Chile did. Uh, mm-hmm. No, but the crux of my argument is to all those people who are like, you don't understand economics 101, mm-hmm. is that value comes from labor. Capitalism steals value from labor for its profit. And capitalists do no work, yet they steal value and call it profit, which is a fancy word for saying, I am legally stealing your work's fruits of labor. Mm-hmm. Whereas socialism does not. If you did work for $75, you get $75 back. So in capital, and, uh, and that is why and yeah. that is why I say socialism is better. You do your work, you will get paid accordingly. You don't do work, you will not. But that doesn't okay. mean you but, will go but, on the see, streets and die. <laughs> okay, then uh, what about the sellers who you know who do all the marketing stuff and yeah, what about mar- them? marketing people also add value right and they what are... about the ideators see yeah they the also add value software design they don't do any work they all the work they do is that the mental calculation that but that's also do. labor right that's also labor right software engineers develop no no, no i'm not, not, not talking about the software engineers i'm talking about the start okay someone like steve jobs let's say he was not a coder he was not a perfect designer but he was a visionary and he no steve jobs the... steve jobs was yeah, an was... aggregator steve okay. jobs was an aggregator of things and he could aggregator just in the sense he could uh, get no, he people just... together and do something no, right he, he just got stuff no. that was made and put it together and could sell yeah. it better he was not the first person to make a smartphone either i believe yeah. it was samsung or nokia mm-hmm. one of them and moreover all the things he aggregated like the touch screen or the microchip, all of them were funded by the government and public funds. Yeah. Okay. So wait, he uh, effectively yeah. did. He is not an visionary. He is not an innovator or idea. He is okay. simply an aggregator. Moreover, okay. Steve Jobs didn't create the iPhone. His engineers created the iPhone. I know. So what <laughs> I'm saying is that we can compare Steve Jobs to the guy who you know who's stealing money. The intermediary that you told about, right? Yes. Essentially, yes. But you you are telling that that's a theft. Yeah, it is. Then look, Steve. Yeah. If Steve Jobs came up with this idea hmm. of a brand new model and he was the like, first person right, to right, do it, the technology then technology exists. The technology exists, but you need just to put it together. Yeah, yeah. If he was the first person to do that, then of course he deserves a royalty on it. That's his labor's idea. He, of course, deserves it. There's no doubt in it. However, if he's just stealing everybody else's labor and he's going, oh, wow, look, I made this, guys. I am so smart and quirky. Mm. No, he's just lying. He's just sophisticatedly stealing stuff and he's convincing you that his theft is not bad. Okay. Okay, just conclude it. And also an answer to those people who say that... uh... Uh, you know, communism and socialism, uh, socialism is not relevant uh, in the modern times. Concluded with the answer to that question. Okay. Um, so, firstly, thank you for bearing with uh, my ramblings. Uh, thank yeah. you, Krishna. You for... know, it was so, you know, enlightening and mind, you know, okay, look. let's <laughs> call it mindset changing, you know, life changing. Yeah. Hopefully, okay. life changing. Hopefully, yeah. I'll see so, you um, <laughs> in yeah, one on. of the organizations soon. But to um, people who say that it's not relevant, um, 
let me tell you an interesting fact just a minute krishna yeah sure um oh oops i don't think i oh yeah um remember what happened in 1789 krishna dev 1789 in france uh 1780 yeah the uh the french revolution, revolution. correct yeah. um fun fact about the french revolution in 1789 of france See, the french revolution was uh, because uh, of this uh, wealth inequality king, yeah. correct yeah massive mm. wealth inequality yes exactly. the lower 40% of france's population at that time held 14% of its wealth 1/4 mm. do you know what the lower 40% of the united states holds today 11.4% of the united states total so wealth so it's uh, the case is worse <laughs> so so if yeah. someone wants to tell me that the workforce should not revolt today then i think they also have to agree that what um, the peasants in france did was wrong and that mm. we should have had absolute rule of louis the 14th or 16th yeah, okay, whatever okay, is got it is. okay yeah so <laughs> saying that it's great the your ideas are great but uh, can th- can india apply these and become the next world superpower of course it can and i don't i don't believe a super power comes in terms of gdp i believe a super power comes when its people are fed i believe a super power comes when its people are educated and i believe a super power comes when its people are actually happy and wanting to do work not doing work to survive but doing work to thrive yeah that's great then that is convincing uh, <laughs> i am grateful to have you And, yes, it was wonderful. Uh, we'll have you, uh, you know, few while. You'll have, we'll have you again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for coming, man. Thank, Thank you for coming. And uh, ones who are listeners, uh, it's your wish, but I am totally convinced. Thank you. <laughs>